the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. episode of the battle for 1600 for you today with a new co-host he is the mountain man if you're not watching us on video you should see him grizzly adams has arrived the baron is going a little bit native nice nice beard you're growing there my friend thanks it's it's great to see you i'm trying to hide the chins you know what i mean (laughs) i I think the beard's thinning me out a little bit uh, you know, I see myself. Yeah, I, I like the look. I like the look. Now, now the question uh, is, it doesn't my... matter whether you like it. The only thing that matters is what does your boss think? Does she well, like see, it? See, my friend, in the Jewish community, you have several bosses, right? So my <laughs> wife's okay with that. But I'm going to see my mom and dad in a couple of days. Oh. And, you know, I may have to I may have to shave before that because, you know, if mom and dad come, they don't like it, then I'm in trouble. You know, yes, I'm an almost 40-year-old man. <laughs> We're still worried about his mom, his mom and dad getting him in trouble. Almost Love you, mom 40. and dad. You are so young. It reminds me. So I've had, I've had this, my little goatee, since 1995. It looks great. 95 is when I grew it. And now and again, I'll experiment like you will. I'll just let the rest of it grow out. And my wife hates it. The last time I did it, the last photograph I have of me with a full beard was my first day in the White House. I'd grown it out. My wife dreaded it. And it lasted about two weeks. And then, boom, it was gone. So we've got to check with all our bosses. But you've yeah, got to check with the boss. You've got to get back to us. You've got to tell us uh, what the, the big bosses, Next what week. M- mom and pop say. Okay, uh, follow this Next man. Follow him at Boris EP on Twitter, Boris underscore Epstein on Instagram. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Um, Shall we tell the Baron? Shall we tell him that he's he got us in trouble? Oh yes, I did. Oh yes, you dared to exercise your First Amendment rights on our podcast, and as a result, YouTube suspended us for a second time. What did I say? <laughs> you said there were problems with the last election. And that was enough. That's, that that was, was enough. enough. Yeah. Some, some troll somewhere or some, some algorithm went back to one of these podcasts, one of, one of an older podcast from three weeks ago, what have you. And YouTube just summarily, boom, Friday uh, before last, 
suspended our account. No new videos can be posted. No live streaming. We'll see. We'll see if they put us back up there uh, tomorrow on Friday. But just disgusting. It's thanks to you. Absolutely First disgusting. time it was Marjorie Taylor Greene who said exactly the same thing. Problems with the last election. Then it was Boris. This is where we are today. This is you know cancel culture isn't a figment of of anybody's imagination. Oh, it's very real. That's why it's crucially important, guys. It's exploding already. Already, I think. Um, I think we've got a huge number of subscribers, quarter of a million close to, uh, on Rumble. Rumble Rumble. believes in the First Amendment. They don't censor people. It is the video alternative to YouTube. Go there, subscribe today. It's free, uncensored. Rumble.com slash Seb Gorka. That's rumble.com slash S-E-B. G-O-R-K-A, and you won't miss a thing. So, Baron, so sh- and a stat- is so shocking, so disappointing. It's just, it, it's, I, you know, this is where we live in, the, as, in this country, and it is so scary. The ability of big companies like YouTube to take content off because of something that the left has been saying about elections forever. Yeah. You got to remember. Jamie Rask and Nancy Pelosi, they've all opposed elections. They've all objected to elections. You know, Nancy Pelosi tweeting in 2017 that the prior election was stolen, so the 2016 election, and that was her pushing the Russia hoax as all the left. Elizabeth and Warren, media, Elizabeth Warren complaining about the Dominion voting systems five years ago. But, you know, of course, they were not deplatformed. De- they were not censored, but here we are saying things that are absolutely rational, saying things that we have the right under the First Amendment in this country to say, getting deplatformed with no with no explanation. Honestly, it enrages me. I may, I may be sending a couple of texts, maybe sending a couple of tweets. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but I will. it is absolutely enraging that big tech thinks that they are able to to censor Americans, that they are the new big brother, and and we have to do something about it. Going to rumble is one way about it. Making our voices heard, being loud, and standing up for our right to say that there were problems in the 2020 election. By the way, that is putting it lightly. Yeah. That is putting it mildly that there were problems in the 2020 election. But it's not just, you know, YouTube or social media. We have Democrat members of Congress in the last couple of days who have written official letters on congressional letterhead to cable carriers, TV cable carriers, to ask them, why are you carrying Newsmax? Why are you carrying Fox? Why are you carrying OAN News? And to ask them questions like, how much viewership did you have before the events of January the 6th? Now, you and your family escaped post, uh, post-communist uh, Russia. Is it is an exaggeration to say having politicians write letters to companies and to ask them about whether they are prepared to ditch the programs they are carrying? Is it going too far to say that we, we are... We are we are teetering, we are moving towards that area that could be called totalitarian? Absolutely. And the show trials that the left want, and Liz Cheney apparently wants, over what happened January 6th, they are saying, we need to have 9-11 type commission, okay? 9-11 type commission. You had almost 3,000 Americans die in 9-11 terror attack, okay? Yes, January 6th was an awful event. It was a horrible event. Less people died on January 6th as a result, then died as a result of Antifa and BLM actions this summer. 
Do we need to have a 9-11 style commission for that? So what we have in this country now is this domineering, scary, overwhelming, authoritarian troika of liberal politicians, by the way, joined with rhino politicians, big tech, and media. And they're coming after all of us who don't fit into those buckets. That's what they're doing. That's what we're seeing. That's what we're experiencing. That is the nature of writing letters and saying, how could you carry these OAN, Newsmax, Fox News? That is the nature of calling for this in-depth commission. That, the, the way they talk about the January 6th commission reminds me of the way that people in history books talk about Stalin's show trials in the, in the 1930s in Moscow. That is what we're talking about now. That is what we are as a country and that is extremely tr- troubling. It's disgraceful. And the things happening that people don't even notice. Jennifer Granholm got confirmed to be Secretary of Energy, okay? First of all, I've been on TV against Jennifer Granholm with all due respect, and she is not the brightest bulb, all right? you, I wouldn't hire her to run an Ace Hardware store where they sell <laughs> lamps, let alone be the Secretary of the Energy for our country, okay? Her big idea as the Secretary of the Energy not to grow America, not to make America stronger, not to make America richer. Her big idea is how do we go full Green New Deal? Are they going to okay? ban? Are they going to ban traditional light bulbs again? I think they're going to. Well, first they're going to ban cow farts and human farts. That's uh, gone and okay? cheeseburgers. No platforms. Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers gone. My kid's going to be upset. Okay, I took him out <laughs> for, for a hot dog this morning. He, he, yes, he had a hot dog in the morning. That's okay. That's I'm a good right. dad. Take it easy, everybody, all right? It's COVID. We got to do something, all right? You know, the, you, you, the Daddy was making breakfast today, clearly. We got some hot dogs, okay? <laughs> so my kids can be mad. No hot dogs, no hamburgers, okay? So that's the secretary. But the point is this. You got you got the secretary of the energy, Jennifer Granholm. Do you see this woman, this, this woman Rachel Levine, at, at, who's, who's now up for the HHS job, who took her mom out of the nursing home while she was making COVID patients go into the nursing home, stay in the nursing homes? Yeah. Come on. What are we dealing with here? How are we in this country being honest about where reality is? Look at how Andrew Cuomo is being treated with his accusations versus how Kavanaugh was treated. There was never proof that Kavanaugh's accusers, accuser Blase Ford and others ever met him. Yeah. She couldn't, she, couldn't remember, she couldn't remember where it happened. She couldn't remember which year it happened, Boris. What year? The years they all blend together. You know, when you're, the when most, you're, when most you're, traumatic thing that she's ever experienced, but which year it happened in, can't remember. But, but if it's Andrew Cuomo, if it's a Democrat, and you're accusing him of sexually inappropriate behavior, well, I guess n- now we don't believe the women, Boris? Well, the, let's be honest. It, it is obvious that from the left and from the media, they believe the women, they believe the accusers when it is convenient for them. But when it comes to Andrew Cuomo, totally different story. Let's stop here totally for a second. Let's have a little sidebar. Is he in trouble now? The fact that we have Democrats that are saying that he he has culpability for the 14,000 deaths. Now we have this accuser back on the scene. How much danger is Cuomo in? Or will it just be brushed off like we've seen so many times before with the lieutenant governor of Virginia, as we've seen with the accusations against numerous, numerous Democrats? Is this significant or not? As a New Yorker, what, what's your 
facilitate. It's significant. I think Cuomo's in real trouble. I think Cuomo's in real trouble. He, because you got to remember, this is all coming out together, right? You've got, you've got the issue, the, the accus- accusation, which by the way, the accusations have been out for a while yes. about his actions toward women. Okay. But then you've got obviously him covering up the COVID deaths and what happened with him sending the elderly to die in nursing homes. Then you've got him bullying Ron Kim in that phone call, yes. which built the positive and said, oh, yeah, that's vintage Andrew Cuomo. So you sort of have three strikes with Andrew Cuomo now. And I'm not sure even Chris Promo Cuomo is going to be able to rescue him from that one. And by the way, talk about hypocrisy. CNN came out and said, oh, we've got this policy. We've got a policy that says that uh, Chris Cuomo is not to cover Andrew Cuomo. We've had it almost 10 years. Unless, but- it's, unless it's John Q-tips. Unless it's giant Q-tips and it's about a big story, so we had to do it. So you're saying you have a policy until it matters, until <laughs> there's a big story. And when, it, when there's a big story, that's it. You know, good to go. It is enraging. I'm so mad. I'm mad. I'm really <laughs> he's mad. so mad. He's mad. But he's still I'm smooth. Mad. I mentioned Russia. I mentioned post-communist Russia. And what does he do? He just he just throws in the word troika there. Do you know what a troika is, my friends? A troika. It's a fabulous word. It you know, symbolizes three things. But it is the Russian sleigh that has three horses pulling it. That's how smooth he is. That's the Boris. That's the Baron. Follow him right now. Boris EP on Twitter. Boris underscore Epstein on Instagram. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is the battle for 1600. Okay, that's bad news. Cancel culture, what they're trying to do to conservatives. Let's talk about some good news, Boris. The president. I love it. The I'm, president. Checking, I'm checking on the latest now here from the from Rachel Levine's um, hearing. Uh, you know, hearing. It's... Did you see what Rand Paul went into pretty harsh? Because apparently Rachel Levine backs uh, gender. Um, oh, be careful! Don't, don't get us banned again. Gen- I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of behind on on, on the <laughs> terminology. Here. Gender conversion, gender. She backs gender conversion for children. Oh my gosh! Rand Paul said, "You know, when I was a doctor, you, a child couldn't get a cut sewn up in a hospital without approval." Rachel Levy thinks that kids, without approval from adults, should be able to. It's insanity. Should be able to get gender conversion. Did you see? Did you see what Marjorie Taylor Greene has done? Her latest. Uh, tell me. She's put a giant sign. It's about three foot by three foot big outside her office in congress that says there are two genders men and women don't deny science I like that that's true i like and that. then some congresswoman put like a the trans i guess there's a flag yes the the, the office opposite her has, has right. that that democrat has put out a massive rainbow flag and is is lobbying for tra- it is rainbow it's like a trans flag it's like blue and pink i don't think it's the rainbow it's like a different flag by the way <laughs> I would have no idea. I saw the flag. I'm like, oh, I wonder what you know. What's that? Is that like some? Is that like the 200th country? You know what I mean? Did they just start? <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be the next state, right? The next state they want to add. Oh yeah, that's going to be the next. I guess they're going to make that Washington D.C. Washington, Washington D.C.'s flag. Yeah. Did you know what yeah. I heard today? I got to throw this in. Do you know how many carjackings there were in D.C. last year? Tell me. Three hundred and forty-five in D.C. Isn't that shocking? I heard that this morning. I mean, DC's not even large. It's not Chicago. It's not Dallas. Be more careful. 
I got to be more careful driving around, I guess. 345 carjackings in the nation's capital. But it's okay. It won't happen to Nancy because she's got a three-mile-long, 12-foot-high fence with razor wire around Congress. Isn't that, isn't that a great kind of juxtaposition, the reality? And she's got security detail and a, and a motorcade. And a motorcade. She's the speaker. She gets armed guards. Of course she's she does. She's the speaker. She's got armed guards. But guns are bad. Except, <laughs> guns. You know, obviously, if you need them to protect you. But guns are bad. No guns. Except when you call in thousands and thousands of National no, no, Guard no. troops. Guns are bad if you're a Republican. Like, oh. you know, like uh, Laura Bobbitt. I'm always forgetting things. So, it's the fine print. I thought you were a lawyer. It's the fine print. I'm always forgetting, right, that we live <laughs> not in one country with one set of laws. We live in a country with two sets of laws. One for Democrats, which is anything goes, and one for Republicans. Makes sense. Makes, I mean, that's in, in, in the liberal world, that makes sense. That is what we're living in now. I mean, and you know, this is quintessential liberal dictatorship of the proletariat. You know, authoritarian policies. You could say whatever you want. You could be totally free unless you say something that disagrees with the proletariat, with the left, with woke mob. That's where we live now. That's where we live now. And it's scary. But but listeners and viewers, we've got to stand up. We've got to be strong. Color within the lines. Be peaceful. (laughs) But we cannot bow down to these hateful, demeaning, condescending, censoring Democrats, and liberals. It's, it's happening everywhere. A friend, a listener just DM'd me this. This is the latest from AP. Hasbro, so the, the toy manufacturer. Your kids will want to know oh, this. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. So not only have they canceled the action figure of uh, Cara Dune from The Mandalorian. Why? Because Gina Carano... Well, she speaks the truth and she's a conservative. So not only does Disney have to fire the actress, but her action figure has to be canceled. Now, that legend, that that icon of American culture, Mr. Potato Head, will no longer be a mister. Right. He's, he's, but, but Stelter. I don't know if this is Stelter putting pressure on. I don't know if this is CNN's court eunuch putting pressure on Hasbro, the, the to- toy maker. But they have announced that Mr. Potato Head will no longer be Mr. Potato Head. He's not going to be. He's not going to be cisgender. He's not going to be a man. Not going to be what? <laughs> I'm using woke terminology. Cisgender. Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. Time out. Time out. What'd you just say? Okay, this is their terminology. If you're a man and you're heterosexual, if you're a woman and you're heterosexual, the adjective for that is cisgender. It means that you are what you are. Is, is oh, wait, how much do I have to pay to never hear you the word <laughs> you never hear the word just, sexual just come out of your two, mouth again? Two, two good cigars. <laughs> just two good cigars. And we're not that's not a reference to Bill Clinton. Okay, thank you. So behave. Just behave. This is not Andrew Cuomo with his Ooh. humidor. Okay? Hey, so, hey how hey, hey, have you have you I, seen my humidor? I, I, now you're really talking, my friend. Now you're really talking cigars. Can, can you can you can you just not see it? Can you just not see Andrew? 
making that comment to a beautiful staffer. Ha, 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 this is the humidor wink, wink that Billy Bob gave me. I mean, you can so see him doing it, can't you? So weak. What, honestly, what a terrible line, too. What a loser. Honestly, this guy was obviously like that guy in, in high school, a good guy in college. You know, he wasn't very socially popular. Let's be honest. He, he looks so scary, you know, and uh, probably that's why his, I'm sure his brother Chris Bromo was in the same boat. That's why he's roiding up now. You know what I mean? He's got the. <laughs> that's why he's at the gym pumping iron. You know. Now these guys were obviously not the most socially popular people growing up, and now he's the governor, and you know he's scare you know scaring women and and being. I mean, imagine. You know, this is all fun and games, but you know, imagine you're you're that woman's significant other or brother. Or, oh, you're or that woman. Ad- you're that woman, and this creep, this thug-looking creep, kisses you on the lips without saying without saying anything, and then talks about strip poker and his humidor from Bill Clinton. What a creep! You know what? Uh, and, and and again, look at the headlines. Look at the way that Jake Fake Tapper's positioning, right? With Kavanaugh, huge accusations with Cuomo. Right. Cuomo denies. You know, it's right. just it's obvious discrepancy. It's obvious double standard. We know it's happening, and that's what's great about this podcast. That's what's great about your show, about your leadership out there in the movement, America First. That is, we need to be calling this out. We have to be talking about it. You know, you and me both, we get outreach all the time from people who see us out there who are saying, thank you for speaking the truth. Thank you for being honest. I mean, look at somebody like, like Liz Cheney. She doesn't seem to have an honest bone in her body. You know what I mean? She just, she, she was for President Trump. Now she's saying we have to expunge President Trump and, and all his supporters from the party. I mean, we know she's not an honest person. We know she's not loyal. She threw her sister on, right? Because, you know, her sister Mary Cheney is, uh, is a, is a gay woman. And, uh, Liz Cheney came out and came out against effectively her sister's life, you know, her, uh, who's, who her sister is. You know, as as a, as a human being, and that's what the, that's what that's what Liz Cheney did to her own sister. It's been documented pretty well, and you know, we all know about Dick Cheney. You know, he's he's pretty good at shooting people in the face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, we need to get the news. Does your son have a Mr. Potato Head? Uh, okay, and I don't mean does Stealthy Boy. I, I do not mean right. watching Stealthy Boy on TV. No, he does not. No, okay. but I have, I have to buy one now. You have to get one now. You ha- yes. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Go now and buy many Mr. Potato Heads because his name, his gender, his gender. It's not a joke, guys. This is serious. This is this is the culture war. His gender is being deleted by Hasbro. He's just going to be Potato Head because being, being a Mr. is now bad, Boris. You don't want to be a Mr. And, and by the way. People don't recognize this. It's not just you, that being Mr. is bad. Being Mrs. is also bad. Being Mrs. is bad. What happened to... I thought we were living in a country where, where women were being championed. Not anymore. It, 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 wasn't that supposed to be a good thing? They were just... A month ago, they were doing stories about how, you know, Biden's senior communications team is, is, is all women. By the way, same thing that President Trump had, but of course... <laughs> They didn't write about that for President Trump. Whatever happened to championing women in the workplace, championing successful women? Aren't we supposed to be doing that, or are we just getting rid of all gender? And now, it's, did you see this Demi thing, Demi Lovato? No, what happened? Out? I don't, I don't follow public culture as closely as some of my colleagues do, but do tell oh, you us. Know, I'm pretty cool. Okay, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> well, you're you're a young guy. You got the beard, yeah, the, but you but you you know you're cool. I'm a I'm a cool cisgender. <laughs> hey, there you go. 
See, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm never going to say it again. Anyway, but uh, she put out this long nine-page Instagram post, apparently, all against, of all things, gender reveal parties. So gender reveal parties are it's it's a pretty American thing that where when when you conceive and you have a kid when you know there's enough of the term that's gone by and you know the sex of the child you have a party and you reveal what the gender is going to be we had one of those first i was sort of against it but then uh, my my wife w- didn't push but I said, ah, let's do it and when it turned out it was you a are boy, trendy you are trendy i'm really cool okay so <laughs> demi lovato said that the gender reveal parties are transphobic oh, God. Because, quote-unquote, there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises. No, there are not. I'm sorry. If you've got a penis, you have a certain chromosome makeup, you are a male. Do not deny science. Isn't this person a singer? or an, Who is this person? Is she, is she some kind of scientist or biologist? Uh, she, she's a scientist of the microphone. She's a ah. Hey, I'm a scientist of the microphone. I like that. There you go. (laughs) She's a pop singer. She's a pop singer. And she went on this long protract. Nine pages. On Instagram? That's just... That demonstrates a certain... She needs to see somebody for some professional help, I think. She's... She thinks it's really bad. She thinks it's really bad to have gender reveal parties. I'm sending this to you. Please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bad. You, you've got a you've got a little kid. I mean, if you if you've ever seen little children play, there is no hmm. I wonder whether I should put a dress on today if I'm a little boy. There's no you know. There's no you know. Should I play with guns today or should I have a tea party with my dolls? They it's so hardwired as as the father of a boy and a girl. These things, if you deny that, if you deny that men have a certain physique, they have a certain muscle weight, then if you deny that and say, well, a 200 pound guy can compete against the, right. the, the, no more the, title nine. the female, you know, team, you just, you're the science denier. And as you said, title nine is destroyed with one executive action from Joe Biden, the future athletic careers of girls. My daughter was a rower, getting up at 4 a.m. on the water before 5 o'clock, before the sun comes up. Years and years and years in training. Just destroyed. Boris, where are the flipping feminists? Where are the representatives of the working class when 11,000 jobs are destroyed with one executive order shutting down the XL Keystone Pipeline? These people are... The word hypocrite, Boris, doesn't even begin to touch it. They're gone, my friend. They're gone. They're nowhere to be found. The feminists now, I guess, are the pro-trans... It's it, it, there is the traditional liberals, the ACLU liberals of the 60s and 70s are gone because those liberals were, pro, were actually pro speech, pro yeah. free speech. Skokie, Illinois, the famous Skokie, case, Illinois, yes, right, which allowed the Nazi party to march down Skokie, disgusting in a Jewish community, horrible, in, a, in Jewish a Jewish community. community. But nevertheless, the ACLU said you have a First Amendment speak. 
to tie back to what we started with. What happened to our First Amendment? We're not Nazis. We're not marching. We're saying that this election of 2020 had problems. And if you look at Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and other states, that's just a fact. Right. That's just a fact. So the liberals of yesterday are not the liberal, the authoritarian liberals of today. It goes back to what Ronald Reagan said, that tyranny is going to come to this country from liberals. Yeah. And that's what's happening. It will it's come. Fascism will come under the guise of quote unquote liberalism. That's what Reagan predicted. And man, was he on the money. Okay, you got a bit excited. I got a bit excited. It was a hot one. It's a hot one. Let's calm down. Let's celebrate the big news, the big news. With the passing of Rush Limbaugh, the great Rush Limbaugh, Donald Trump got back into the media, all over cable news, phoning in, giving his respects uh, to the, the man that made radio show possible, made conservative talk radio possible. He will be sorely missed, and nobody will be able to replace him. On top of that, just a few days after the announcement, congratulations, kudos to Matt Schlapp and everybody at the American Conservative Union that this Sunday at the CPAC in Florida, it's not going to be in the swamp like it usually is. I'd be there if it were here in D.C. It's in Florida because Florida is actually a normal state. Congratulations, of Ron DeSantis. CPAC will be hosting the 45th president of the United States for his first public address since he left the White House. How excited are you, Boris? I'm excited. President Trump is going to knock it out of the park on Sunday. He's going to be hammering Joe Biden on China. He's going to be hammering Joe Biden on jobs. He's going to be hammering Joe Biden on the economy. And as I've said, President Trump continues to be the leader of the Republican Party, the MAGA movement, and of this country. Just think about this podcast. I said this to you last time. When we talk about politics, we talk about President Trump. But we don't talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is barely existing, barely existing. And that's why the American people are so happy and yearning to hear from President Trump, yearning to see him back out there on TV as he was honoring the late, great Rush Limbaugh. And now President Trump is going to be at CPAC on Sunday. It's going to be a hot one. Yeah, so the, the, the rumors are already floating out there. Fox had a certain report. So at the moment, what has been indicated is that he will be attacking with full force the more than 50 executive orders and executive actions that Biden has launched in the first 30 days. It's, it's just absolutely shocking, truly totalitarian. He's going to target those with his speech. And he may be playing with the idea of saying something about running in 2024. I, I hope he kind of plays with it like, like a cat does with a mouse. He just kind of... Well, see what happens. We'll see what happens. What, what would you like to hear? the president say i would like to see a full condemnation and which i expect of biden and these first terrible terrible now five weeks in office i want to have president trump talk about the importance of maga candidates and then i want to see him talk about 2024 and i'm confident as i've said to you that if president trump were to run in 2024 that he would win the nomination which even Mitt romney mittens has said incredible president win the nomination and president trump will become the 47th president of the united states isn't it shocking that romney said that just two days ago of all the people the the person the only senator the only sen i mean could you imagine i hope this gets put on his gravestone when he passes the only senator to twice 
twice vote Both to of, convict the of, president of his own party, Boris. Yeah, I mean, even Mitt Romney, he sees the truth. He, and I'm sure you know, he was saying it as a negative, but it's just the truth. That's the reality of this party right now. The numbers came out. 76% of Republicans would vote for President Trump to be the nominee. 85% of Trump voters would vote for him to be the next president in the general election. That's where the numbers are. It is not a joke. It's serious. President Trump continues to lead this country, to lead the Republican Party, and that will be on full display on Sunday at CPAC and going forward from there. Yep, you've got to watch it Sunday afternoon from CPAC. Congratulations, Matt Schlapp. Uh, let's talk about, let's go back to a name you mentioned, Liz Cheney. Um, the idea... So this is the third most senior individual on Capitol Hill amongst the, the congressmen and women of the GOP. And at that press conference with Kevin McCarthy two days ago, the press asks uh, McCarthy, should Donald Trump speak at CPAC? Well, first things first, what kind of a question is that? What the four, Should the 45th... Did, did any... I'm trying to remember. You, you've got a better memory than I have. Has any journalist ever, ever asked if President Obama shouldn't give a speech somewhere. It's, it's absolutely delusional. It is absolutely delusional. So first things first, they ask McCarthy, and McCarthy says, of course. Then they ask her, Liz Cheney, who voted to charge Donald Trump with a right. made-up crime. And she says, well, that's up to CPAC, but... I don't think he should have a future in Republican politics. Shouldn't, shouldn't that determination, Boris, be up to something called the American people? Of course. I mean, Liz, what does Liz Cheney know? She's the congresswoman from Washington, D.C. <laughs> She's there because her dad made her congresswoman. Right. Okay? Liz Cheney doesn't have any talent. Liz Cheney isn't backed by the people of Wyoming. She doesn't represent Wyoming. And she definitely doesn't represent the Republican Party. And I'm disappointed that she's still in leadership. There's no room. There's no room for people like her, frankly, in our party. But doesn't, this but, but is Donald doesn't, Trump's doesn't, party. Doesn't it's a behavior. MAGA party. She's got it backwards. But doesn't her she, behavior and her, her position indicate the challenge we still have after four years of Donald Trump, that somebody like her is still there, still in the third highest position and saying the things she's saying about the one of the most successful presidents of the modern time. Isn't that indicative of the amount of work we still have left to do, Baron? Absolutely. We still have to continue to push the MAGA agenda, the America First agenda, the fair trade agenda, the non-interventionist oh. agenda. Stop. We have to do all these. Stop. The White House has announced the accusations against Cuomo should be investigated. Oh. 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 He's in trouble now, isn't he? If sleepy, creepy Biden sniff the hair Biden, if sniff the hair Biden is saying the governor of New York, I'm just reading off the TV, needs to have the accusations against him investigated. Wow. What chance do you, what chance do you give him now? Give me some odds, Mr. Wall Street. I think he's got twenty five percent chance of sticking in that. Ooh, yeah. I think that's. I think I could uh, invest in that. That he's buy. Got a, he's got. He's got a shot, but it's not a good one. It is not a good one. 
because now you've got if, once you know this happened with um, uh, Al Franken, right? Yes. Once Democrats are calling for your head, you don't have a shot, you know, because they usually they usually circle the circle the wagons no matter what happens. But here, if you have Biden's cutting ties with Cuomo now, which is what that's what it sounds like. Oof, Andrew Cuomo's in trouble, and I think Chris Bromo Cuomo should be in trouble at CNN because he's been shilling for his brother for way too long and in an embarrassingly salacious way. No, absolutely concur. I think uh, it is a, a ticking, ticking time bomb now, these allegations. And usually, you know what happens? You've seen this in the past. When there is uh, behavior of this nature occurring with an individual, it's not just one woman, right? You, you know that if this is the kind of thing he's done with one staffer, then the rest will come out of the woodwork and we will have more accusations and sooner. Because people, if you behave like that, Boris, you don't, you don't, it's not something out of the blue, right? You're, you're not 40 years old, 50 years old, and then suddenly you do something sexually inappropriate. It's because of your character. It's because of who you are. And as such, don't you think it's likely that we will see further accusations appear? Well, accusations are building themselves now, right? Yeah, the bullying, now the inappropriate you know, sexual harassment. It, this is, it, it seems from everything put together that, that Andrew Cohen was just a bad person. Well, we just knew a bad that. person. We knew that. And, and, and that is, a, you know, I don't know how you get away from that. The American people know it. The people of New York know it. A year ago, this was the poster child of the COVID response. Joe Biden called him the gold standard. Jen Psaki got called out for that over the weekend. Couldn't handle the question. I missed that. And now, I missed that. Yeah, so Biden Donald called him the gold him. standard, and then Psaki was challenged to respond to that? Yeah, Saki was asked, is he still the gold standard? Jonathan Carl on ABC actually asked her that, and she couldn't. She had no answer. She said, oh, well, well, we'll work with Andrew Cuomo. Well, I guess maybe not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore, given the latest news. We shall see, and we will keep you posted. You've been listening to the Battle for 1600 podcast. If you're enjoying it, spread the word. Share the links. If you're not subscribed, if you found this elsewhere, then subscribe. And write a little review as well wherever you can because it makes a big difference hit that like button i'm sebastian gorka former strategist to president trump you've been listening to the battle for 1600 with my friend boris epstein former strategic advisor to the trump campaign former special assistant to the president any final words baron my final words are calling for optimism calling for strength for strength as you say hold the line be optimistic be strong Fight against censorship. Fight against the woke mob. Be yourselves. Be authentic. And that is how we will overcome this tyranny of the left. We have the opportunity to do so. Listen to President Trump on Sunday. It's going to be strong. Get energized. Let's rock and roll through 2022 and 2024. Love it. Love it. Tune in Sunday for the 45th president. You've been listening to the Battle of 1600. Be safe.